today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. So obviously with cap and trade, we're going to talk about uh, how you're feeling in regard to uh, the prices, the price of gas going up. Well, the price of all, all fuel. I mean, everything gas related, any fossil fuel is going up. All right, let's bring in Dan McTagg. I'm sure he is a very busy guy today. Former Liberal MP and Consumer Affairs Critic, Analyst, GasBuddy.com, which I'm sure is just smoking up the internet today, and he is with us now. Hello, Dan. How are you today? Well, I'm fine, Scott. I just wish I could actually catch a moment to uh, wish everybody a uh, uh, Merry Christmas, which I didn't get, and a Happy New Year to go with it. But uh, <laughs> Uh, it's not not always pleasant to tell people the bad news uh, when they know that 2017 is going to be a lot more expensive. Yeah, I mean, you know, a, a lot of people were looking optimistic when or be, trying to be optimistic when they were on their holidays and, and ringing in the new year. But, you know, here we are, surprise, big bang, boom. Uh, uh, the prices of pretty much everything fossil fuel related uh, is about to go up if it hasn't gone up already. You think it's going to go up by more than the four to five cents, though, that we've seen today. What's behind that? Yeah, Scott, I, I, it may be early days because the real trading market for oil and energy doesn't really start until next Monday. But there are indications that uh, if OPEC gets its act together uh, and gets a number of nations, including Russia, Mexico, and other nations, and they appear to be going in that direction to cut back and curb oil output, you could see oil rise you know, as much as $10 a barrel between now and mid-2017. I know that sounds like a long way away, but... Uh, the fact is that uh, there is an expectation that that price will rise, and with it, of course, gasoline. And that's also aggravated by another circumstance, um, which I'm looking at very intently as oil goes up, the Canadian dollar is not responding to the medicine. In other words, because it's been our main uh, export item over the past several years, normally when crude prices go up, so does the value of the loonie. Currently, it isn't. It's still staying at a, a rather weak level, and it's likely that in the next few weeks, the same uh, dim view of its uh, future uh, continues to uh, to haunt, and that's How- likely that we might see a depreciation of the Canadian dollar versus the U.S. greenback. Why is that important? No, why is that happening? Yeah, How, why is that happening, Dan? Simply because usually, as you mentioned, when we start to see prices go up, it's good for our dollar. What's the difference this time out? I think the economics of the country are not going to be as robust as the United States, and I think investors are looking at that. I'm also, of course more cynically looking at the possibility of uh, changes by the new administration in, in Washington, and that has investors believing that uh, there's perhaps a better climate for investment, no carbon taxes, lower taxes, a stronger economy. Uh, there may be a number of reasons that uh, Canada may be sideswiped, but the fact is our oil is not getting the respect it normally gets. We are currently, as I say, over the past month, no longer the petroloony. Um and so, uh, you know, last year at this time, and let me give you a more vivid example. Oil was in the 37, 36 range. It took 138 pennies to buy a U.S. dollar. Today, it's 135 to buy the same U.S. dollar. So we've gained a little bit, but the do- but but crude is at 53 dollars, 54 dollars a barrel. So something is not working here, and it uh, it has to do with a lot more concern about the fundamentals in Canada, which really explains, Scott, why I think it's an awful time to bring in any type of tax that uh, you know has the effect, unintended or otherwise. Of um, of putting uh, you know of putting pressure on consumers and uh, perhaps unintentionally hurting the investment climate, much less existing business here in the province. How or when will we know if these schemes are working? How like is there a, is there a timeline for this, Dan? Yeah, you know it's very hard to measure uh, how you have climate change based on what Ontario does or Alberta does or what Canada eventually does. 
uh, in the wider scheme of things because there's no set rules uh, or a set benchmark in which climatologists can actually say, hey, you know, we can we could say that uh, Canada's departure from producing X amount of CO2 is going to lead to lower uh, uh, amounts of, uh, of, of emissions. More importantly, the Auditor of General of Ontario uh, very clearly last month said that this particular model of cap-and-trade is not going to lead to any appreciable levels of reducing, uh, you know, climate-changing CO2, if, in fact, you believe that. Now, Scott, you know where I stand on that, but I'm going to accept these arguments because it's uh, it's pushed as a, as a matter of fact. If this doesn't work out, then the public will have been forced to pay a lot more for something that didn't work worse. When you think about the increase on the, um, on the side of... Uh, Diesel going up six points one cents a liter. That's something that's going to reverberate throughout the entire economy. When you mess around with diesel, you're really messing around with the cornerstone of every economy. And so, uh, I think there's a real trouble ahead that the government may not have anticipated. Certainly, the timing isn't good for 2017. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to the Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to three on AM 900 CHML.